Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, welcome back to According To. I'm Megan. And I'm Sierra. This week we are back with another Am I The A-Hole subreddit episode. We always love doing these and I honestly have a lot of very like relationship specific ones that was like um, very overwhelmingly like the thing that I was seeing the most of. So I think that I have a lot of good ones too. Not necessarily relationship specific. I guess kind of like I guess not like relationship specific in terms of like dating out with this like dating advice. It's more so like kind of like miscommunication and issues Uh, between like a we hate a miscommunication trope (laughs) another or so yeah we'll see how those go and we'll see our thoughts. If you are new to the podcast and haven't been listening for a very long time, um, we have done quite a few of these episodes. Probably, like, it's in the rotation now every couple months, usually. I mean, probably more frequently than that. Um, But you guys love them, and we love doing them. And so, uh, if you haven't heard of this subreddit, basically, it's just a subreddit where people post different scenarios, and they ask for people's opinions on whether or not they were the a-hole, were they in the wrong, were they in the right, what could have been done differently. People just want to feel validated. So mm-hmm. that's what this subreddit is for. That's what we're here to do. So yeah. So before we get into the bulk of the episode talking about the different scenarios that we have pulled up, we like to do a little catch up and weekly spotlight. So as far as catch up, you guys know that I've been working for now. I just finished my second full week and things definitely got better the second week. I feel like I was able to get a better control of my schedule figure out documentation a lot more and it's getting better hopefully when we get more people hired on i can work not like less hours because it's like a fine schedule but it'd be nice to be truly like i'm a little bit over 40 hours i feel like every week and you don't want that i don't want to be um what's also interesting because like i felt like it's a lot at first just like to be in a new job and like figuring all of that out so Sierra had like made this comment on her own as well and I was like this is how I felt too when I started was like after my first week I felt like I'd been there for like a month I was like how has it only been one week I felt like within like two or three weeks of my clinical it felt like the length of a full clinical you said two or three weeks of my clinical your job (laughs) two or three weeks of my job it felt like a full clinical rotation just like with how much I was doing because it was my job you know mm-hmm. um not like it was a bad thing but I was just like it was just different other spotlights the Jonas Brothers new album came Woo! out on Friday um Megan did a full listen through on her way to work because she actually had a longer drive yeah so I went and helped out at a diff- helped out at a different building on Friday because I didn't have as many people on my schedule and so I went I had a further drive in the morning but it was kind of nice Cause I just got to listen to the full album and I kind of was like getting my thoughts on it. Um, I've listened to it through probably like three times now at least just because and like some songs more than others just because like on that on Friday specifically yesterday like I listened to it on the way there and then I had like a different building that I was driving to that like the album's only at 32 minutes so I like listened to it kind of again on the way back at least like some songs 
and then maybe a little bit on the way home and like then i was in the shower this morning so it's gotten some listens so let's do a quick rundown of our thoughts so obviously the two singles released before the full album came out was wings and waffle house i like both of those songs Mm -hmm. i think they were good singles um as far as the new songs megan really likes my favorite song is summer baby i love that one and i knew when i first heard it i was like this is gonna be my bop at least for now (laughs) and i really like montana sky i also like summer baby but i feel like those two are the ones that i've americana is also growing on me quite a bit um overall thoughts on the album i enjoy the album i do it's a solid album i think i'm kind of bummed it's so short um that's one thing i'm also it's just different than their last album this one i think is supposed to be like a fun summer pop dance type album and i think that what comes with that is like a little less focus on like the lyrics and having more like there's not behind. quite as much variety in the lyrics of each of the songs yeah it's, and a lot of it it's feels like, like some of the songs are just like all chorus yeah and so i miss that aspect which was present i feel like in the first album where like well, all the first songs album <laughs> their happiness their begins album reunion album um oh i also did like walls that's the longest song on the album and it's the last one i thought that was a good one so you know it's been a good time i've been enjoying learning all the songs but it's definitely different and sierra on the way like to we went to a grad party today and on the way there she was like i'm gonna put happiness begins on it's just something about knowing all the lyrics and it's a different kind of album Mm -hmm. um my weekly spotlight is that i got a haircut i hadn't gotten one since january and since i like to keep my hair you know relatively short i need to get it cut more frequently probably than i do and so i was happy to squeeze that in my hairdresser so kindly allowed me to kind of adjust my appointment because I had made the appointment before I started working and it was for four fifteen. Like, I will not be off there. Really. I was like, well, can we move it an hour later? And she did, so I was really happy about that. We also on Tuesday we did a baseball game again, and we actually went with um, two of our friends that we met from gymnastics. So it'd been a while since we caught up with them, and they're like they're just the kind of friends where it's like you could go forever without go talking or catching <laughs> up but like you just pick up right where you left off and it was really nice to see them and catch up and see where they're at in their life um i was gonna say one other thing but i forgot so any book updates honestly not a lot you guys it's been a slow month for me i mean since i started my job i feel like that especially has really been I bogging like, me down um with summer coming up until I get into like my reading at the lake or reading on the beach vibes, like I haven't been as much in a reading mood because I'm like, I'm kind of like, maybe there's something I want to like go do. And the weather's always, the weather's kind of been like, is it going to be okay for me to go do something or is it going to rain actually like it says it's going to? And so I've been like non-committal mm-hmm. with doing stuff. And then before bed, I just haven't felt like reading. So I don't know. I'm working on it, but it's been we are slow both, going. We Even are though both- there's so many good books that have been released recently. Like, so many. Mm-hmm. But I just, like, haven't had, like, the itch like I normally do. Planning on finishing one book tomorrow for each of us. The book that we're currently reading. Megan's yes. reading two right now. But, um... Well, we do I have... just, like, needed to, like, do something. So I switched over from The Silent Woods to The Red Queen. Look but out for I, a I new book finish. YouTube video. Probably in the next month or something. I think it'll be a good one. Oh, I, was, I remember what I was going to say. Um, I ordered some clothes for our trip to Vegas to try and hopefully have some good outfits to wear um 
I ordered like one black top from Zara that has like some jewels on the bottom of it that like I want something simple but also like a little fun because we're in Vegas so <laughs> we'll see if I like that I have a black skirt already and I have to decide on shoes that I want to wear and then I'm kind of still figuring out what I want to do for my daytime look but I ordered like a white linen skirt from Abercrombie and I either have tank tops I could wear or I ordered like a neutral tannish one from Zara that I will see if I like that. Last little pop culture thing that I at least thought to bring up, Queen Charlotte. Obviously, that Bridgerton spinoff show, Meg and I just finished it yesterday. I don't want to, like, in case there are, we say something, like, spoiler-wise, maybe skip ahead, like, a minute or two, but I'm, we're going to try not to. It's six episodes. I think that, I mean, I did enjoy it, honestly, overall, quite a bit. I Especially because I, I really wasn't planning on watching it, either. But then, like, TikTok edits were kind of, like, making me think maybe I was missing out. Mm -hmm. I think that like the first episodes did a good job of pulling me in and then I was kind of like where's this going like what I feel like they started pulling in too many storylines that really didn't get fully fleshed out and so um I liked the first few episodes and then I really feel like they kind of like dwindled down in terms of how much I cared about anything that was going on Mm -hmm. later on. But then Um, the ending was like nice. Yeah. I feel like if I were to rank stuff, even though I know this isn't, like, traditional Bridgerton, um, it would still probably be, like, my least favorite, even though I know everyone's going crazy for King George, but I'm like, we hardly even saw the guy, honestly. Mm-hmm. Season two will always be it for me. Season two is my favorite as well. And then, like, season one, like, as much as, you know, I, to be honest, like, I thought King George was more attractive than when I was originally seeing the edits of him. I was like, I'm not seeing it, people. But then you watch it and you're kind of like okay I kind of get it I get it now. but at the same time I'm like Anthony what they did for Anthony in season two is just like wow like I didn't even see him in season one I did obviously but you know I was blind to him and then they did the glow up and I was like I'm in love with him so yeah I think that's kind of just about everything update wise so I've got should I go first what do we think sure okay so, first one I have is, am I the a-hole for letting my pregnant sister sleep in my bed? My 21 female sister, 25 female, is five months pregnant. She stays at my house when her husband, 25 male, is working because my house is actually closer to where he works. I don't fully know why she's staying there, but anyways. Okay. Um, I have a boyfriend, 25 male, who occasionally stays at my place. He helps for paying for food, but we agree that the house is still mine and only mine, not ours. I kind of worded that weird. Uh, Recently, he came back from work around 4 p.m., which he usually never does because he usually works until 6 p.m., and he wanted to go to sleep, so he started going towards my bedroom. I stopped him before he could get to it, and he said that that he couldn't sleep in my bedroom because my sister was already sleeping in there. I could tell by his face that he was um, unpleased, and he asked why I was letting her sleep in the bed. I said that I was letting her sleep in my bed because she was tired and didn't want to sleep on the couch. He told me that he was also tired from working all day and he wanted to sleep in a proper bed and that since he was helping pay for food, then he had to say, then he had to say in who could sleep on the bed and when. I replied, no, you didn't. She's my sister and if I want to let her sleep on the bed, then that's my right. I also told him that if he'd give me a heads up about finishing early, then I usually would have prepared the inflatable mattress that I keep. He said that he wouldn't have slept on the inflatable mattress anyways because he was not a guest. Blah, blah, blah. So. Okay. I have some thoughts. Does he live there full time is my first question because it doesn't sound like it. It doesn't sound like it because she said he 
I have a boyfriend, 25 male, who occasionally stays at my place. So this is your place of living, which means you own the bed. You own everything there, presumably. You can decide who sleeps where. And also, just like him paying for food, that doesn't matter. Like he eats there, so like he pays for some of the food. Like, duh. You know what I mean? But he doesn't pay rent. Right. So as far as owning anything in the house or being like, I live here. No, you don't. My biggest question is, why is why everyone sleeping at 4 p.m.? <laughs> That's my question. Yeah. Um, I'm also just like, are why is the why is she at her sister's house just because her? I'm just that, wondering the whole setup, honestly. I also am confused as to why she needs to like, be close to his so work. So he's coming. Is he going to come pick you up on the way home? But then you're going home. Are you all staying there because it's closer to his work? during the week i'm confused also then there have to be multiple beds sleeping on couches hits different like that if you're taking just a nap which 4 p.m hopefully you're just taking a nap you should want to sleep on the couch that's just my opinion napping in bed feels wrong yeah i agree with that so um, she is not the a-hole people are saying not the a-hole it's your house your rules um and he just showed up unannounced pushing his weight around you deserve better. Um, so people are saying you weren't harsh, harsh enough. Um, so it sounds like we're in agreement with a lot of the Redditors yeah. on this one. Okay. Next one. Yep. Am I the a-hole for saying my last goodbyes to a kid I used to nanny for? I, 28 female, have been the nanny to this sweet little kid, Franny H., for the past three years. She's honestly such an angel, and I was super lucky to get to take care of her since we got along so well, and she never really started any trouble. It was also nice since they live in the apartment, or in the same apartment complex as me. Anyways, I recently just started dating again for the first time since then due to a breakup. I ran into Fran's parents while out on a date with my girlfriend, who made it pretty clear they were uncomfortable that I was gay. Literally that night, I got a sudden text message saying they found a new nanny that worked better for their needs and that I wouldn't be welcome in their home again and not to contact them. I'm still pissed off, but we got along all fine until they realized I was a lesbian, question mark. Anyways, I went to the, I went in the next morning to question them in person since they live a floor up from me and saw that they had gotten the neighbor to babysit who recognized me and then invited me in. Edit. I didn't go in and her parents were normally home during this time, so I expected to talk to them instead. Fran saw me from outside the door, so I kind of loosely said I wouldn't be seeing her for a while, but I cared very much for her. I felt that I couldn't just abandon this kid who I've been watching for years now without a reason. Anyways, her parents ended up banging on my door today and yelling out, yelling me out, saying I went behind their back to manipulate their kid. Just wanted to hear what people say because I guess I could have emailed slash called first before asking to see Franny one last time. I don't think she did anything wrong. I think it's reasonable for her to have thought, I'm going to go knock on the apartment and assume the parents are going to be there for me to just maybe ask a few things or get like some closure if she would have like gone inside when they weren't there or like something like that I think it would have crossed a line but I think if she was there and saw the nanny kid and she kind of like what else are you supposed to do at that point you're kind of like Mm -hmm. oh like peace out I'm not nannying for you anymore obviously she's just supposed to ignore her like that's going to be I feel like that's rude and it didn't sound like she did any like indoctrinating of their child or anything so yeah I agree I think especially like 
it's the same apartment complex. Like, it's not like she really, like, went out of her way to go do this. Yeah, she was like, if the parents are home, like, I, I want to run know, the upstairs. Parents, they can make whatever decision they want. If they want to change their nanny, fine. But I don't think it was crazy for her to, like, say, hey, go. can we talk about this in person? Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, they weren't there, but, like, the kids saw her. And she was supposed to be like, ah, like, don't see me. <laughs> I wasn't here. Yeah, I don't think that this person did anything wrong either. What does everyone else think? Um, a lot of people are saying, not the a-hole, you went to talk to the parents first who you didn't know weren't going to be there. Friends saw you before you walked away. Um, and what people expect you to ignore a kid yeah. that you named for years. Exactly. Okay. Am I the a-hole for letting my husband kick my sister out of our home after she made me cry? My older sister Maddie has seven kids. She gave birth to her seventh child only a few days before I gave birth to my only daughter. Maddie and I were always close. She was supportive when I was bullied in high school. She was a shoulder for me to cry on. Holy cow, we're getting a backstory. Um, she ha- gave me a shoulder to cry on when an OB told me I'd never be able to have children biologically. She was there when an ex broke my heart and she helped me walk through the conversation I had with my husband when we were dating about me not being able to have kids. I was also there for her when she lost her best friend right out of high school, when her husband deployed overseas while he was in the military, when she had her first four babies and needed a birthing partner and her husband was overseas, when she needed a place to stay because her home was broken into. My goodness. We were always very close to sisters and we are we were more than that. We were friends. <laughs> okay, usually people say the other way, yeah. but whatever. Um, the joy when I learned I was pregnant was quickly erased when I started to have complications and I spent 99% of the time worried I had gotten so lucky and might not be able to have a healthy baby at the end of my pregnancy. My sister was not only really, or was not really supportive during this time. Our parents were though. They helped me out while my husband worked. I had to leave my job because of my complicated pregnancy. Um, they were so excited for me. My parents were babysitting for my sister and her husband when she had her baby and they waited at the hospital with me when I gave birth to my beautiful daughter. They helped by bringing my husband food and something to drink because he was stressed and worried and needed some support, too. I was in the hospital for a week, and when I was released, I called my sister, and she was short with me. I tried not to let it get to me and focused on my daughter. Then a couple weeks passed, and she showed up. This happened last week. My sister shows up and accuses me of undermining the joy of her child and saying I hogged our parents and wasn't there for her like I always was before. My husband told her to calm down. She told... She told me how our parents did everything to cater to me and how they were coddling me, fawning all over me and my daughter and making a big fuss about her name and showing and showering her with so much when her little one didn't get the same. She told me I waited so long to have a baby and then saddle her with a bad name and that everyone will make fun of her for it. Then she was then she said I was selfish for getting pregnant when she was pregnant and I burst into tears. My husband lost it when my sister or with my sister and told her to leave and not come back. She was yelling at me, asking how I could let him kick her out like that, and ever since, she has been texting, asking how I could allow him to treat her that way. I am so re- upset at how bad our relationship has become. She has always been my best friend, and now she hates me for something amazing that happened to me. Whew. Wow. It's what interesting wrong? What is that, that wrong with your sister? It's interesting that you describe your sister as not only your sister, but your friend. And she's being such a horrible friend right now. What's weird? My biggest thing is like... What was the name thing? Her sister was saying that she gave her daughter a bad name. Like the poster. Yeah. Gave. They're like, okay, that's your not your problem. Baby's name is ugly. What? Why are you insulting me? Why, Why are you, you insulting, insulting my baby? Me and my baby's name that I gave him because it's my baby. Um, I this mean, is the kind of thing where it's like, obviously, it's, you're not. It's yeah. quite literally 
just your sister and it's her problem and because you have no control over like how your parents are acting she's probably like misconstruing what they're even doing like it's probably not as one-sided as she's making it seem Mm -hmm. but you have no control over that that's on her and like to accuse someone of like getting pregnant around the same time as you obviously like you had to have gotten pregnant at very similar times and I'm sure that one of you might not have even known that you're pregnant when the other person also got pregnant. And also, like, that's not really how people, like... Plan their pregnancies. Yeah. Like, oh, you're pregnant, so, like, I won't be. Definitely will wait. Mm-hmm. A lot of sisters dream for that. They, yeah. they like, want to be pregnant at the same time as their sisters. Um, yeah. Not the a-hole. Yeah. Very obviously. Ready for the next one. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the... Must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Am I the a-hole for wanting a weekend away And to also myself? your husband didn't do anything wrong either. Like, if if... My sister's acting like that. She can get out of the house. And if I'm not saying that, then I guess my husband can. Husband can. Um, am I the a-hole for wanting a weekend away to myself without my wife and kids? I did. I read the title of this one, so I'm curious to hear yeah. it. Buckle up. My wife and I have two boys, aged two and five, and as much as I love them and enjoy spending time with them, they really stress me out, and I just want to get out of the house for a bit so I don't have to deal with their constant S-word. I just want a night to my, or I just want a night or two to myself so I can relax and have a few drinks without anyone bothering me. So I was thinking about booking a hotel for myself without my wife and kids. I was considering just booking it and telling her I'm going, but she would not take it well if I did that. So I told her about it to see what she thought. I wasn't sure what she'd make of it, but she pretty much started guilt tripping me and calling me selfish for even thinking about it. After a bit of back and forth, she eventually just told me to go because she quote doesn't care anymore. So now she's left me feeling guilty over something that I really didn't think was that big of an ask. Considering it's only for a few days, would it be wrong for me to go? Um, I don't know if I love how he approached this, but I don't think it's wrong to want, like, some respite or just, like, you time when you're a parent or a spouse. Um, I think usually if you word it as, like, I'm going to go on, like, a boy's trip or... Like, it's a, it rubs me a little bit the wrong way that he's like, I just want to be, like, alone. I think that some better things could have been, like, parenting is stressful. Sometimes we want our alone time. Like, if I do this, like, you can totally do this in the future, too. Like, let's make it something where... See, I think that he's definitely the a-hole for this. Because it's, like, falling into that default of, like, well, you're the mom. So, like, obviously you can watch the kids without me. That's why I feel Would like... Would she get the same... That's like, why I feel like he needs to offer up a weekend where she can go do the same thing. I'm just saying, like, he didn't even think about that. He didn't even offer it up anywhere in here. He's like, I, I, God, I didn't think it'd be that big of a deal. And it's like, well, you're just assuming that she will watch the kids for the weekend. But if she were to, like, say, honey, I'm leaving. Good luck. He'd be like, I don't freaking know what's going on. Is the vibe, at least, that I get from yeah. him. I mean... Yeah. So, again, like you were saying, if you worked it out with your spouse of, like, 
you know, take a weekend, do whatever, we'll swap, and then I can do the same thing, then I can see it, you know? If it's a mutual conversation that you're both having because you both desire that, you know, respite, I also just... I'm not saying that I don't get, like, the stress that comes with being a parent and, like, being in a relationship, but it wouldn't feel good, like, as his wife. Yeah, I If agree. he's being, like, I just can't deal with this. I'd be, Especially like, Especially because it's, like, a family of- <laughs> that we created? Yeah. I feel like part of it, too, is kind of, like, he's worrying as, like, he, like, quite literally just wants to, like, be alone. And usually you'd, like, hope that, like, I understand wanting to get away from kids for the weekend, but then, like, he's not offering up, like, a, we need to plan, like, a couple's weekend and like get yeah. the kids like a babysitter so as a wife like it certainly wouldn't feel great especially because if you're in a relationship like hopefully that person is like refueling you and not someone you feel like you have to like have your energy drained from like when you're with them mm-hmm. but with the context given I would say that he is the a-hole and many of the comments agree with me some of them do bring up not the a-hole if she also gets a respite weekend. You are the a-hole if she doesn't or you weren't yeah. even thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Which is similar to what I think. Am I the a-hole for expecting my husband to help me get the kids and house ready instead of taking a nap? I have no idea how this could go in any sort of justifiable way. So I'm excited to read this. My husband and I need some outsider POV to settle a debate for us. Our 12-year-old dog had been put to sleep yesterday, and we are both devastated. Today, my cousin is graduating from high school, and I am getting our children, ages 4 and 3, ready to go to his graduation party. My husband decided that this was a good time to take a nap and leave me to get myself and the kids ready and also straighten up the house because we have let it fall into the disarray the past few days while grieving for our dog. When I asked him, when I asked that he wait and take a nap after the party so that he can help me he got upset that i'm not letting him sleep so that he can grieve and said that we have been cleaning all morning it is actually me that has been cleaning the house while he sat and played video games with our four-year-old he also slept in the morning and has been awake for a whopping four hours i know that we are both upset and tired and that everyone grieves in their own way but i don't feel like i am wrong for expecting some help so am i the a-hole or is he my goodness give the guy a break i didn't expect you to be give the guy a break I think she's being too annoying. I'm the opposite. I feel like he's being annoying. I feel like you put your dog down yesterday. I feel like also it depends on like how strict are your like. I feel like it's something where he's like, I will do it. I will just like, let me take a nap. I'm tired. And if I'm tired and want to take a nap. It sounds like they have to leave soon to go to a grad party, though. Like, what's the point of taking a nap for 10 minutes? I'd be you like, you get time you get Jimmy ready. I'll get Betty ready. We'll leave. It also They're just, still like, cleaning. They can't. There has to be more than 10 minutes. Okay. The cleaning, whatever. They can if she's cleaning, do that later. Like, here's... It probably depends. Like, it depends on how much time. Because if she's cleaning, I would, I'd be like, I'll help get the kids ready when it's, like, 10 minutes until we're leaving. And But you're still cleaning. I'll clean stuff later. I'm taking a nap. Okay. You get what I'm saying? I do. I think that's fine. But I also, like, wonder, in general, between, like, the two of them, who gets the kids ready when it's time to, like, go and stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Does he usually help with that? I mean, if he doesn't, he should. But I'd be like, okay, help me get them ready. Yeah. The I time is really the contributing factor here, I feel like. 
I don't know. I mean, I can see being annoyed if you're cleaning and your house partner is not. Like, with you and I, if you're cleaning and I'm, like, sitting on the couch, would you be annoyed that I wouldn't, like, get up to help? I would ask you, like, can you help me use something? What if I was, like, no. I don't feel like it right now. I will later. You'd be like, well, I'm going to finish cleaning. So, there is no later. It's happening now. I guess. Their dog just died. (laughs) (laughs) That's not funny. Give him a break. I guess. I mean, they have to come to an agreement, you know? Is it okay if I do X, Y, and Z chores and you do A, B, and C later? That's fine. Okay, now I'm curious to see what other people say. Um... Most people are saying and not the a-hole. I mean, I don't think she's being an a-hole, so I don't feel like I would have said that no matter what. Um, yeah, most, <laughs> most people are saying <laughs> don't let him be lazy. Um, Megan just feels for him. I just feel like there's the potential for this to, like, not be as big of a deal as she's making it, but, like, it's all dependent on, like, What's the norm? You don't have to see with my own eyes. <laughs> you know what Give I mean? Me the inside scoop. Okay. Um, so a little bit of differences there. Next one I have. Am I the a-hole for asking my boyfriend to not have both headphones in when we are shopping? My boyfriend, 28 male, and I, 27 female, do a food shop weekly. And sometimes I do it, sometimes he does. I asked him to come with me today. I find shopping nice to do together sometimes. We've recently moved in together, so it feels nice to do a couple things like this. He had a group FaceTime call from his friends before we left and continued it in the car. When we got into the shopping center, he had both AirPods in, and so I had to repeat myself numerous times, wave to get his attention, etc., which really annoyed me. So I told him it was rude to do this when we got home, and he got upset and accused me of saying I don't want him to speak to his friends. Am I the a-hole here? A grocery store is not the place to be doing a group FaceTime call. Right? Like, Like, I'd be like, hey, babe, um... Maybe wrap it up and you can come back later. Like in the car, I'd... In the car, if he was on the phone, I'd be sitting in the car waiting for him to be done talking to his friends because Mm -hmm. I'd be like, we're not going inside. I'd be like, this is not socially acceptable. Right? Like, I'm not having you walk around the grocery store just chatting on your AirPods because that's weird. It's one of those things Mm -hmm. where it's like, you just don't do that. I agree. Like, I'm not going to be walking around with the car, you're talking to your boys, and I'm like... Do you want these tomatoes or these tomatoes? And he's like, I'm listening. I got my friends in my ears. Like at this point, maybe if he was like, we haven't caught up in months. I need to just like keep talking to them. I'd be like, okay, I'll do it this week. You do groceries next week. Mm -hmm. Like maybe I should have just been like a solo. It's like if you go grocery shopping with someone, the expectation is that you're communicating while grocery shopping. So you figure out what you need. Like, you know what I mean? Don't FaceTime people. If you're shopping with someone else, if you're shopping by yourself, do whatever the heck you want, I guess. I still well, think it'd be weird to FaceTime yeah. someone while shopping. I still think don't do that. You know what is weird? This is like an unrelated thing. People that will call people in the bathroom, I think that is the most bizarre thing ever. Anyways, like especially public bathrooms. <laughs> Have you ever heard someone just like on the phone in the bathroom? Not often, but it's weird. Anyway, not the a-hole. Your boyfriend should learn social cues. Am I the a-hole for not hosting a party my wife planned earlier this week when I had planned long ago to only play video games this weekend? Okay. This is kind of a long one, so 
Bear with me. I feel like the rest of mine are long, so. So Zelda. Tears of, or sorry, this was meant to be like the subtitle and I just thought he was doing dramatic effect. So Zelda Tears of the Kingdom came out today on Nintendo Switch and I have been looking forward to and planning for this game for years. Zelda has always had a place in my heart where I can escape the mundane of daily life, especially as an adult who works a full-time job, pays the bills, etc. No kids in the household, it's just me and my wife. Starting six or so months ago, I told my wife that when this game came out, I would essentially become a hermit and go into a hole for the entire weekend of its release. I would eat, sleep, breathe Zelda. I continued to reiterate to her my plans every time the topic like came up. like, warning her. <laughs> and even more so as the, as the game got closer to release. I took time off work as I put this on my work calendar as soon as I knew the my launch My goodness. Date. I'm going to take, like, would I be this into a video game? No, but I'm kind of like, I'm letting him have his moment, his moment and this is his thing. Fast forward to earlier this week. I reminded her again that I would essentially disappear this weekend to do what I want to do, which is play the new game all weekend. She then plans a movie night with a bunch of neighbors for tonight on launch day. I made sure to clean up the house, do the dishes, and even did, like, four loads of laundry and reorganized the linen closet in preparation for this weekend. The time of the party rolled around and I took a break from playing, made all the popcorn and set everything up in our home theater for her and then went back to back to play my game. As guests showed up, I welcomed them into the inn and showed them the way to the theater room and continued to play my game. He's like, you guys go over game. here? I'm going to go over there. <laughs> when the movie was over, I greeted them again as they left and then I helped clean up the kitchen on another short break. Fast forward to now, my wife is mad at me for playing my game downstairs while she hosted the movie night alone. She said it was weird and stupid that I could have that I couldn't carve out a couple hours for this movie night. It's just a stupid video game, she said. I reminded her that I made plans for this weekend months ago and that I doesn't, and that what I did doesn't contradict what I've been telling her I'd be doing for months now. My thought is, like, this is kind of, like, I think you both assumed what, like, the expectation was for the weekend and you didn't communicate it with each other. Like, your expectation was, like, I'm quite literally telling you I'm going to be a hermit all weekend. Don't expect me to do anything. And she's kind of, like... He he's kidding, right? He can't literally be thinking this is what he's doing all weekend, right? What I think should have happened is that, obviously, the, he knew the movie night was happening. He should have he been like, say, you know, stop. And he should have been like, you know, I'm not going to, like, watch the movie, right? Like, I don't really want to do that. But he didn't because she was clearly kind of under the expectation that he would stop playing the game. And he didn't. Mm-hmm. So I don't, like, I don't really think either of you are, like, in the wrong. I just don't think your expectations met the other person's expectations mm-hmm. and you both probably should have communicated that a little bit better this guy probably thinks like i did communicate exactly what i was doing but like if she was playing this movie night i do think you kind of would be like why are you like i'm not gonna watch the movie and like yeah exactly presumably he knew about it he was helping prep for it she must have talked to him about it invited the neighbors over whatever you would have thought that at some point it would have been brought up of like well i'm not sitting down with you guys to watch it like you know that right and it doesn't sound like right. that happened so that's the only thing I would change for next time. He, at the very least, he should have been like, hey, if you want me to actually, like, be a good host with you and watch the movie, could we do it next weekend yeah. or something? Like, not this weekend. When I'm not playing in my little hermit hole all weekend. So, yeah. I would say neither of them are necessarily an a-hole, but communicate a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, for once, made him sound like a freaking angel husband, like some of the guys on here. You're just like, my goodness. Yeah. He was like, no, I like still went out and I greeted everyone. I got the popcorn ready. And then I went back into my Everyone's little hermit hole. saying not the a-hole, so. Okay. Yeah. Ready for the next one. Am I the a-hole for not babysitting for my ex when her husband is in the hospital? Things are complicated, but I'll try and sum it up for you. I, male 34, met my ex-wife seven years ago. We dated for one year and were married for two before we divorced. 
When we met, she already had two kids from her previous relationship, quote, Patrick, male 13, and Luna, female 10, made up names. Uh, we have one son, Tony, who is five. My own relationship with her kids was good, but then they never treated me as their dad or something like that because their dad was involved in their life. Although my wife had primary custody, we all understood I was a stepdad and we were fine with it. My relationship with my ex-wife was good and I thought very loving, although after a divorce, I realized that she used to talk a lot about her ex-husband, comparing the two of us and stuff like that, which is definitely weird, but I didn't notice it at the time. Well, it turns out that she really couldn't forget her ex and she ended up cheating with him. This was very hard to process when I found out thanks to one of her friends and our divorce was not easy. When her family found out about her infidelity, they got very angry and her angry at her and went uh, no contact with her. All this happened four years ago. Ever since, her and her husband had two more babies together, three and a few months old. Her husband got diagnosed with cancer around November of last year. Even after everything they did to me, I still feel sorry for them and their kids. It's a sad situation which makes, which makes me think I'm an a-hole. My ex and I have shared custody with our son, but ever since her husband got sick, my son has been staying with me more days as sometimes my ex's husband has to stay at the hospital and my ex has to help him. I'm okay with this, of course. However, my ex asked me if I can start taking all of her kids home with me when I pick my son up in these kinds of emergencies. I told her that I don't want to do that and instead she should ask a friend to take care of them or try to pay babysitter. I pay good child support and I know they're not spending all that money on my son at the moment because he's mostly with me. I think it'll be enough to pay for a couple of hours. She told me her friends don't want to help her anymore and her family still doesn't talk to her. I told them they need to figure out a solution. I will only help take care of my son. I feel like a POS, to be honest, but I'm, but or like I'm being too petty. Obviously, a hard situation, but there had like get a babysitter, like honestly. If like there has to be someone better than pushing the expectation of like here, take care of all my kids mm-hmm. because I'm in this hard situation. Like, I get that's a hard situation, but there's got to be someone better to watch your kids. I agree. I kind of landed in the same situation. This person's definitely not the a-hole. I think what it comes down to for me is that, obviously, if you had accepted, like, yeah, I can help out, you'd be a great person. Like, that would make you a great person. However, not and doing this person's that making doesn't make you a bad person. Yeah. Like, it's- saying, I, your ex, I as your ex cannot be your sole solution for childcare. Like, it's Mm -hmm. a boundary that I'm not willing to cross. I will watch my son that I share with you, but his four siblings that are not mine, that's not my job to watch them. It's your job to figure out who can watch them. Yeah. It's not going to be me. Yeah. So, let me look at some of the comments on here. Not the a-hole. Sounds like your ex has burned a bunch of bridges and is trying to make her life, or make you her lifeline because you share a child, which I kind of agree with. Um, no, it's not wrong to refuse to help. So it seems like most people saying, not the a-hole. Okay. Am I the a-hole for not letting someone cut me in line at the grocery store? Um, I'm skipping ahead. Okay. Like, their backstory doesn't matter. Um, so I had already been waiting in line for the cashier for five minutes. Um, they have a full cart. I just got into the belt to put my items up when the, someone came up to me and asked if they could cut in line because they only had one item and I had a full cart. I looked ahead and saw the person in front of me also had a full cart, meaning that cutting the person, mean that cutting, which would, sorry, <laughs> meaning that cutting person would have had it to ask the other person to cut as well because they were still in the middle of checking out. I responded, no, sorry, but the person in front of me also has a cart full 
you should go to self-checkout if you're in a rush there's no one there in response she tried to protest and had an extremely shocked look up on her face to which i responded no sorry and then the cashier chimed in and said ma'am you can go to the self-checkout nobody is over there um that's it i mean obviously not the i was like i wanted more backstory when i first read this because i was like why isn't she like already going to self-checkout if she if someone came up to me i think i'd honestly be too stunned i'd be like sure yeah you know what i mean like realistically probably that's what i would do too i also never, i also just hate confrontation i never i always do self-checkout now because i don't like communicating with a lot people. of people hate self-checkout like especially like the older generation they're like i ain't paying to check out myself and i'm like i would love to check myself out mm-hmm. especially when it's like we got the two of us one can beg one can but i'll still do it on my own if i got a full cart of groceries i will do it i will do both of it on my own mm-hmm. um i don't know why this girl wouldn't just go to self-checkout first yeah and like i get if you have like let's assume there's no self-checkout even in play here i get like asking if you just have one item if you can like cut in front you know see if anyone's being nice that day i would like if i was someone who like was in a situation where like someone quite literally like was just getting behind me like i'd probably offer first being like you can go go ahead ahead. like this is going to be awkward you just like standing here with one item um yeah i think that it's like not wrong to ask it's not wrong to do whatever it's not wrong to say no but you know that person shouldn't have gotten like mad at you for refusing mm-hmm. it's always okay to ask but it's also okay to say no that's the lesson next one am i the a-hole for making my wife cry because she threw my birthday party wrong my wife is a lovely person whom i love very much and we have a strong relationship she is, however, agreed all, or agreed by all parties, very emotional and prone to tears. That's fine. I knew what I was go- signing up for. It's just relevant context. Recently, I had a birthday. My wife asked me what I wanted to do for it. I said that I would really just like to have a quiet day, mostly at home, wake up late, have coffee, play some video games, and the two of us could go for dinner. If we needed anything else, we could get a massage. She tends to prefer parties and big events while I like to relax. Um, if she just got dinner reservations somewhere low-key and maybe even wore something sexy, that would be perfect. I wouldn't want anything else. That can be hard for her to understand, I think, because it's so different from her preferences. So she set up a big party. She told me the morning of that she had invited some people over to celebrate. I said, oh, okay, that's not what I was expecting. Who was coming? I think she could tell that I was a little disappointed because she started to kind of get defensive, saying, it's just a few of her friends and they want to be with me, be with me on my birthday, etc. And that's fine. It's not a big deal. It isn't like I hate parties or our friends. So I said, okay, and we went about the day. Some friends and a couple family members started arriving around noon, and people stayed until about 6 p.m. It was nice to see people, no major issues, just not what I would have chosen for a big day off type of thing. I tend to like to relax and re-energize on weekends and find events like that when I'm the center of attention draining. My wife seemed a little on edge, though, and that night while we were cleaning up, she asked how my birthday was. I said it was pretty good with a little bit of a shrug. Admittedly, that wasn't the most effusive praise, but I don't like to be dishonest. It was fine, but not spectacular. She got really upset and burst into tears, telling me she had worked hard on it and it's so challenging when I don't, won't participate or tell her what I want. I said that it's okay and it's not a big deal or worth being so upset over, and I appreciate the effort she went to and it was nice to see people, but I felt like I had been pretty clear about, my, about what my preference would have been and it seemed like she didn't listen to me. That made her even more upset and she said she couldn't believe she did so much for me and instead of thanking her, I made her cry. I had thanked her earlier, FYI. The conversation didn't make much progress from there that night, but it still feels like a sore sore spot for us she has been annoyed with me for the past few days for quote ruining my birthday i didn't want to be ungrateful but don't really feel like i should be apologizing here am i being stubborn 
this is when we can get into like a whole topic about love languages because obviously what, I was what she the did whole time you're talking what she like did is her, an objectively nice thing you know she thought of this person on his birthday wanted she to surround like him with people I want he feels him loved to feel by. loved and celebrated on his birthday all good things but i can think of many instances in my life where i know i have i have explicitly stated things that i don't like things that i don't want or things that like this is my plan for this occasion mm-hmm. and people have like gone not like, like out they of their have, way like, a, nice intention but i am like that's quite literally what i said i didn't want and so it just feels like you almost wanted to do something nice to make yourself feel good about the nice thing you did without actually considering what it is that i would have actually wanted so i don't think that i think think you have a communication opportunity like for both of you i don't think either of you necessarily need to apologize i just think that you need to like sit down and have a chat about what we're talking about right now yeah i agree Especially because, like, I'm thinking of, like, kind of the same situation that, like, you know, like, something I've, like, this is what I, how I, I want my, like, day to go. And then, like, it's not how it Are went. Are we thinking about her birthday? <laughs> I and quite I'm literally like, almost cried that day. Yeah. And it's just, like, no one did anything wrong. But I just, like, we had just started our freshman year of college. I think we were both, like, overwhelmed and wanting some normalcy. We just and we wanted good. quite literally just wanted to go to Applebee's. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I want that triple chocolate meltdown. Like, that's going to be my dessert. And that, I, I'd been looking forward to that all week. And so I had this expectation in my head. And then, Mom and Haley, if you guys are listening, I like no water under the bridge now, obviously. And I think we've already talked to them about it. But our mom thought it'd be nice, like, say, she, she found, like, like, a, nice, like, a restaurant nice restaurant in, in Iowa City and said, Haley and Ashton, like, take your sister to this restaurant. I'm going to help pay for it. Whatever. It was a restaurant that we'd and never we never kind of got like ambushed when they picked us up, saying like, "This is what we're doing now." So like, no warning at all. I was getting in the car thinking I was going to Applebee's, and then like we go to the restaurant. I don't remember it being very good. It was very cold in the restaurant, <laughs> and I was just like, I just wanted to cry <laughs> because I just wanted Applebee's. Yeah. And so that's honestly all I remember from our birthday. But that's just an example of like everyone had the best of intentions. But it was not what, you know, the person, aka me, wanted. Or, you know, in this case, this guy. It's not what he wanted. And your job, if you're trying to, like, make someone feel special on their birthday, is to just do what they want. Yeah. Yeah. So. Little side note. Okay. Um, here's my next one. Am I the a-hole for walking out of the restaurant during my wife's birthday dinner with her family? I'm feeling a bit guilty now. For context, my wife's birthday was a few days ago. I took her out last weekend somewhere nice for just me and her to have lunch, and I took her out and did a whole walk-slash-hiking day, which is her favorite thing to do. This weekend, her parents wanted to take her out to dinner wherever she wanted to go. She asked my opinion on it, and I simply answered literally anywhere except uh, Applebee's. It's fine. (laughs) Um, She knows I don't like that restaurant. I just don't like the flavors. Her dad loves the place, so we've been there often every single time. I have not liked it, so I came to the conclusion like, i just would please stop don't take us there. there spending 30 dollars on a plate of food i won't eat seems ridiculous cue today's events we went out with her parents and our kids had a nice day together time comes to decide where we're going for dinner wife immediately says shoguns i think okay no big deal i'll just get a kid's meal or something chicken strips and fries i remind my wife on the way to the restaurant that i don't plan on eating anything off the menu but i wouldn't but i would be more happy to sit with everyone enjoy the company and we'll order the chicken strips she's happy i'm happy all good <laughs> Until we get to the restaurant, that is. Turns out the kid's meal 
are only for 10 and under. Obviously, I'm way over that age limit, so I thought, <laughs> no big deal. I'll just relax and enjoy the company. Then I'll grab some food when we leave. Oh, no. According to Shogun's policy, you have to pay per person whether or not the person is eating. That is so weird. They wanted me to pay $10 to watch other people eat. When the kid's meal would have... <clears throat> excuse me. When the kid's meal would have only cost $7. So I asked again if I could just get the kid's meal. Then they refused, so I told my wife I'm not paying $10 to watch everyone else eat dinner. So now I'm sitting outside in the car. My wife is mad at me, and my wife, par- my wife's parents, I'm sure, are not thrilled as well. I guess I'm just feeling guilty. So the real this question is so funny. here um, is, am I the a-hole? Should I have paid the $10 to sit at the table and watch everyone eat food that I can't even stand the smell of? The shogun's people are the a-holes. This is such a funny story. And hopefully lighthearted, and like hopefully no one made a big deal about it. But I don't think you're the no. a-hole at all. I think it's just kind of like... At that point, like, if everyone kind of, like, knew, I don't know. It's, like, at that point, like, I'm just imagining, like, me and, like, a group of my family members, like, going in and kind of, like, okay, we know this guy's not eating. And then all of a sudden, like, all that coming up, I feel like we all just kind of collectively would be, like, Let's go we're just going to go somewhere else. Like, this isn't not worth it. Worth it. Yeah. Not the a-hole. It's weird that you guys even went there in the first place after you were, like, anywhere but this place. And they're like, actually, we'll go there. But yeah, not the a-hole. I hate when restaurants don't allow people to eat the kids' menu. Some people menu. are saying, I mean, most people I feel like are saying, um, hold on, I'm trying to actually see, like, who's, I feel like I'm seeing more not the a-hole, but there are a couple people saying you're the a-hole, $10 is, like, not that much to pay. In terms but it's of- $10 for nothing, you know what I mean? Um, like, $10 to quite literally yeah. sit there. You're not getting I've service. I've never heard of a restaurant I haven't either. Either. Which is why it's weird. Yeah, I would... There are some people who are saying, like, everyone sucks here. Maybe because they didn't all leave. I don't know. Maybe. Um, next one. Am I the a-hole for denying my boyfriend a, quote, once-in-a-lifetime experience just to be stubborn? I get free tickets to events in the U.S. each year. Keeping it vague for privacy, but box seats at super popular sports games and up-close seats at well-known concerts. Each year, I get X amount of tickets. My boyfriend wanted to quit smoking, and I told him if he did, we would celebrate with tickets to X event. He was excited for that and came up with a plan to quit. A month later, I saw that he'd made no progress and said, I guess I'll invite your sister to the Taylor Swift concert then since you're not making any effort to quit anymore. He got upset and said that it's not fair to tie the tickets to smoking and I should invite him to some of the my free events just to be nice slash share the experience with my boyfriend. I said we could discuss doing more than one a year when he quit smoking, but not before. He got upset and said it was really rude of me to hold the tickets over his head and, is, and instead of tying it to smoking, we should just go together. I'm holding my ground and he's holding his. Am I the a-hole for denying him these experiences until he quits smoking? I've never smoked cigarettes, so maybe I'm just unsympathetic. I feel like this is going to be a continual conflict in their relationship where it's like, okay, if you care enough for him to not smoke in order to, like, make this stipulation, I guess, for these tickets where it's like, okay, you can't go if you don't quit. And if he is either not taking it seriously enough because he doesn't want to, like, it's kind of like, how much of a deal breaker is this for you? Like, part of me was kind of seeing her point of view, but at the same time, I'm kind of like, if him smoking is a deal breaker for you in a relationship, then, like, you're, lo- like, you're in a relationship. You should want to do things together and celebrate and go to these fun things. If you're just holding this over his head because you're like, I don't like that you smoke, like, I just don't think you're in the healthiest of relationships or that you're going to 
be in a good mm-hmm. spot long term. That sounds pretty much exactly in line with what I was thinking because to me, I mean, assuming, let's say your boyfriend didn't smoke, presumably you would be taking him to these events, mm-hmm. correct? You chose to date him knowing that he does smoke. You cannot treat him differently than you would if he didn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, instead you're like, it's well, if you quit smoking. Say, like, it's one thing to want to encourage your like, partner provide motivation, to, like, get Or, like, if it was something habit. that, like, if you quit smoking and I, like, don't normally get concert tickets. Like, if we get, if you quit smoking for X amount of time, I'll buy us concert tickets to go to this event. Whatever. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Of, like, something that you wouldn't normally do, it's a reward for a behavior that hopefully he wants to change as well. Yeah. This is something that you're getting all the time. You would go with someone anyways, presumably your boyfriend, because I picture if I was in a relationship and I had like concerts and stuff to go to, I would invite my boyfriend. I'm not just not inviting him because he smokes. I made the decision to enter into that relationship knowing that he smokes and like I, you should go into a relationship not expecting anyone to change. Right. Like you're, it's not, you're not here to say like, let me craft my perfect ideal partner because like there are certain things that you're already agreeing to upon dating but yeah weirdly enough i kind of i could imagine people saying like you don't owe him this thing so it's okay to withhold it a lot of people are saying that she's not the a-hole that doesn't surprise me i however disagree but i do think at least with the context given our thoughts as well okay because like yes we can all agree smoking is bad like so like her and wanting him to stop smoking okay fair enough but i just don't think clearly it hasn't been a deal breaker for you because you're dating him so i don't like the whole hold, holding it over his head and you know i get he doesn't like just automatically earn a right to these things that you get access to mm-hmm. but and i that's do what think a lot of people are saying like you don't owe him anything and it's like i get that but like it does it's already what i said earlier yeah presumably you would have invited him if he wasn't smoking so you can't make the stipulation that you're not inviting him because he does smoke that's yeah. where i come from i think i'll call it good with that i don't care enough about my other ones okay well hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode if you have any similar thoughts different thoughts from what we said in this episode some interesting ones i thought i know i thought it was a good one um, if you're watching on YouTube, feel free to leave a comment below. If you're watching or listening on, I almost said Instagram, on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever, we usually have episode posts related to the episodes on our Instagram that you Go can leave your comments there. Otherwise, we will talk to you guys next Thursday. Bye. Bye.